Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to a brand new DNF1 F1 podcast. I hope that you're all doing well and thank you as always for being here. It's great to have you along and we have got another emergency podcast for you. But this isn't just any emergency podcast. This is this is a podcast episode that I didn't think I would ever record. So I kind of want to take my time with this because what I'm about to say in all my life as a Formula One fan and doing this podcast for the last four years, I never thought I would utter these words. So take your time, take a moment, drink it all in. Lewis Hamilton is going to be a Ferrari driver. The news has just broke after all the stories and all the stipulations and all the rumours that we heard over the last 24 hours. It has now been confirmed that in 2025, Lewis Hamilton will drive for Ferrari. Courtney, Lee, want to bring you in on this. First time we're all together. What a time for us to all be together for the first time this year. What on earth has gone on in the last 24 hours? This is incredible news. Yeah, absolutely shocking. Um, I'm not going to lie. When we uh, first heard there were rumours going around that something big was going to be announced, I was I was concerned that Lewis was going to retire. So I'm glad that's not the case. But I think reflecting on it all, Adam, um, it sort of takes me back with you, back to 2007, 2008, when we were having a back and forth, when uh, Lewis was in a, a tight battle against Ferrari and Felipe Massa and obviously Kimi Raikkonen famously in 2007. So the long-term enemy of Ferrari is um, going to become an ally. It seems to be the way. You know, we saw over the years, Sebastian Vettel, Fernando Alonso, Kimi Raikkonen, all once rivals of Ferrari. Then, of course, driving for the Scuderia. Of course, one of those winning a world championship, the other two come narrowly short. But I'll be honest with you guys, this one eclipses all of it. This is arguably Ferrari's most significant signing since Michael Schumacher. And in some regards, it may even be even more significant given what they're bringing in and the time they're bringing him in. I, honestly, I, I feel right now that it's almost something that doesn't feel quite real. The news is so huge and so unexpected that we all knew that Lewis enjoyed the prospect of driving for Ferrari. He always teased the idea, but we never thought it would actually come to fruition. Now, as we're recording this podcast, I, I, I'm still absolutely in shock. I can't believe... I'm recording a podcast as a Ferrari fan, now talking about the fact that Lewis Hamilton, arguably the greatest of them all, the jury's still out in some regards, but he will be a Ferrari driver. Lee, I want to bring you in on this one. What are your initial thoughts on this huge news? Uh, Firstly, I join your shock that I never thought that would happen. I know Lewis has always mentioned it, but going back to when he joined the sport of McLaren, and it's like, 
Ferrari, as Courtney already alluded to, was the arch rival, and it's like, oh, he's never so shocked from that. But it's a it's a seismic shift in the balance in Formula One. Um, we always argue who has the best driver pairing, but it's going to be undisputable that in twenty five Ferrari had the best driver pairing hands down. Um, being a seven time world champion, and obviously Charles, we always say about he's a future world champion. And he just needs that finer twit um, twicking to become that final product and it's it's still going to be the best driver pairing it's going to leave in the really good position for that reset in 26 it's it's a masterpiece by a ferrari it really is it, it defies belief that it's happened but it has happened and you know it's something we're all going to have to look forward to especially if you're a ferrari fan of course on the subject of the driver lineup because of course we shouldn't ignore how gigantic the lineup of Hamilton and Leclerc is going to be and how exciting that's going to be. Is this arguably the the most powerful and exciting driver lineup that we've probably ever seen in the sport since Senna and Prost, perhaps? Um, I wouldn't quite go that far. I, I still feel the biggest in area, let's say, would be Lewis and Fernando. But I, I think in terms of the ability and, and also the character that we all know Fernando Alonso is even to this day, but you are right. It's it's going to be a really interesting dynamic, and and I, I think this move. I I think there are a lot of angles to this. I, I do feel that um, the biggest question mark that has been put against Charles Leclerc is can he really you know mentally stick with the best drivers out there in the championship? We saw that he did falter against Max Verstappen in twenty twenty two. We know the car and the changes in regs halfway through the season didn't help with that. But I I wonder if one of the reasons why Ferrari have bought in Lewis Hamilton, in a way, is to help Charles Leclerc become more of a complete driver because these kind of partnerships, look, we, we saw that Nico Rosberg had to retire after 2016 because of how much of a mental strain it had on him. So I, I just wonder if having that presence on the other side of the garage is a way that Ferrari are hoping will help make um, Charles Leclerc ready to battle Max Verstappen. Because, look, if you want to be a world champion in this day and age, you have to beat at least one of Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. So that's the reality the Charles needs to face. And we're certainly going to find out what he's really made of Charles Leclerc when he's up against the very best there is. You will not find a tougher teammate in Formula One to come into your team than Lewis Hamilton at this point in time. It just shows the weight and significance of this news. I'm getting football-related apps and, and news feeds from football-based um, areas. Talking about this news, it shows the huge impact that Lewis Hamilton has and obviously what it means to go to a team like Ferrari. This isn't just any driver transfer. And we're doing this on transfer deadline day for football. <laughs> and yet all everybody is talking about is Lewis Hamilton going to Ferrari. It's absolutely crazy, guys. Honestly, this isn't F1 manager or F1 career mode where transfers go. This is the real world. This is actually happening you can tell my excitement of course um but lee i think what we need to look at here as you know the great points that courtney's made there i guess the question has to be why is lewis hamilton going to ferrari because you know it was only uh what earlier this week where we saw hamilton in a photo at the mercedes factory sitting in the w15 of course we didn't get to see too much detail that was all sort of blared out the focus very much seemed to be on Mercedes for 2024. At the time, we thought that Hamilton had a two-year deal locked in with Mercedes until we found out about this news last night that it could possibly be happening. 
And then all of a sudden things started to go crazy. There was a meeting at Mercedes, apparently at two o'clock, Sky Sports were talking about this. I think Rachel Brooks mentioned it on Twitter that a meeting was called at 2 p.m. For 10 minutes long, all the staff, all the engineers, everyone was there for Toto to announce that Lewis was leaving Mercedes. Of course, we had that announcement later on at 7 p.m. from Mercedes that Hamilton would be leaving at the end of the 2024 season after um, agreeing in a release clause in his contract that was an option available to him. So obviously his deal was a one plus one rather than a two-year deal. He is now going to Ferrari in 2025. Why all of a sudden, when the focus was on 2024, why is Lewis chosen now? to go to Ferrari. Yeah, well, there's several angles you can look at. Firstly is his faith in Mercedes. Obviously, the last two years has not delivered what Lewis has expected from his team. Uh, and that may fit his confidence in that they can deliver a future world championship. But obviously, we know how brilliant his move was retrospectively leaving McLaren um, to Mercedes um, all those years ago. So maybe he's going to... No, they, these guys can't do it. Obviously... Um, John Elkin has a close relationship with Lewis because John is a big fan of Lewis and maybe he's got actually what I know that they've got a lot more potential for me to win the eighth world championship than Mercedes can Um, obviously this is a big rule set so that may be an indicator again that he has more faith in Ferrari can deliver it than Mercedes Um, because a long part of Mercedes domination has been down to the power unit and obviously as we know since by 2019, Mercedes didn't have the strongest power unit anymore in Formula One. Um, so we know it's like Ferrari has that edge. So maybe he's thinking that rule reset in 26, potentially Ferrari have the that edge again um, in the power unit department. And there's always the other thing of if I'm not going to win a title at Mercedes and Red Bull domination is going to carry on, I want to have some fun before I retire and drive for Ferrari. I'm just going to take a Kimi Raikkonen, go make up the numbers, have a laugh, have my ice cream, because that's obviously what Kimi did, not that what Lewis does. It'd be and, vegan yeah, ice just, cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is sorbet vegan? I can't remember. Yeah, sorbet is vegan. It is? Oh, okay, great. I was going to ask for someone um, to let me know in the comments, but uh, yeah, problem solved. Yeah, and then that's it. He just makes up how he's fun. He drives for Ferrari and he goes up on his swung song and retires in a few years once he's matured Charles or won the eighth title. It's obviously a work win win for Ferrari. Yeah, I certainly wonder if Roscoe likes Italian food, but uh, should be interesting. And what are your thoughts, Courtney? I mean, because we've we've just talked about this now. Lee's made some great points. Maybe Lewis has potentially lost faith in Mercedes to the point where he feels that even though this might be a last chance saloon for Lewis Hamilton in his career, perhaps now is the perfect time to go to Ferrari. Yeah. I- I agree with what you're saying about, you know, Lee, about, you know, the prospect of driving for Ferrari, finishing his career, because that's always something he's he's wanted to do. But I, th- I think we can all agree that Lewis is a fierce competitor. Like, he hates finishing second. It, do- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the situation. You know, he stayed in this sport for as long as he is because he is a fierce competitor. So there's definitely that element to it, Lee, about wanting to drive for Ferrari. But he would not have moved teams unless he feels that Ferrari are building something in the background. I, I, we obviously got to have to draw parallels um, between this and his move uh, from McLaren to Mercedes. I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen again. It's definitely going to be a gamble. But for me, obviously, as a Lewis fan, I am mixed on it because, in on one sense, I have faith 
in him given the decision that he made before. You have a look at the situation with Ferrari. When the new regulations came in in 2022, Ferrari were the closest. They they had the most understanding of the regulations. Um, they, they were the closest to Red Bull at the beginning of 2022. We know that the change of regulation halfway through the season did harm them, and that has played a part in them falling behind. So maybe they feel they're able to unlock things faster than the likes of Mercedes. To an extent, McLaren, maybe McLaren will be playing a role in the next year or so. But I, I just feel that he's gone to Ferrari to win. I'm a little bit dubious. I have been publicly um, very critical of Ferrari over the years. It isn't going to change now just because Lewis has joined the team. If Ferrari want to win a world championship, it isn't just about finding the raw pace. There are so many things they'll need to prove when it comes to strategy, when it comes to making those big calls halfway through the race, small things like pit stops, double-checking um, you know, the reliability. There are so many things you have to get in place. And, and given the dominance that we're seeing with Red Bull at the moment, even with a driver as exceptional as Lewis, Ferrari will have to be on their A game in every element if they are to topple this current Red Bull and Max Verstappen um, combination. Absolutely agree. And look, Lewis is no fool. He would have kept his ear to the ground. He would have been well aware at what Ferrari have been doing this year and looking ahead. He'd have been very mindful about the changes that it was seemingly making under Fred Vasseur. And, and let's not forget, there was that history between the two back in Lewis's GP2 days. He was very closely involved with Fred Vasseur. It seems Fred very much has his uh, hand on everybody's shoulder at some point in their career. So that's always a good thing as well. Um, and probably played a huge part in Hamilton wanting to finally come to Ferrari. And I think you're both right in this. There has been, over the last couple of years, some tension brewing at Mercedes. We saw this a couple of years ago. We saw this last season. Lewis emphatically coming out and saying that he was disappointed that the team weren't listening to him in terms of his input on you know, the cockpit position for the driver in the car and some aerodynamic changes that Mercedes refused to make, but then, of course, made later on, but by which time... Red Bull were built up a huge advantage and perhaps that and a few other elements as well has kind of made Hamilton perhaps lose enough faith that Mercedes are going to be able to deliver him a car capable of winning that elusive eighth world title which he so desperately wants and probably should have by now already and I'm not saying that because he's coming to Ferrari I genuinely believe that at this point already um it feels that now perhaps is the right time for him to make that move. And and look, you're both absolutely right to point out that just because Mercedes may not be able to give him what he needs to win another title doesn't necessarily mean Ferrari will, or even more so. But I think from what we've seen recently, the money is not relevant here. We know Hamilton will earn, Matt Ferrari will match what Hamilton gets in Mercedes, if not paying more. So we know that's not a factor. At this point in time, Whilst Mercedes may see, feel like they're making progress and it might be enough to put them ahead of Ferrari at this point, we don't know that yet. Ferrari are just as likely to do that as Mercedes are at this point. So perhaps that desire that Hamilton has always had to want to drive a Ferrari Formula One car, we know he loves driving Ferraris at his home in Monaco. Maybe at this point in his career, he thinks, if I'm going to win an eighth world championship, why not have it be in a Ferrari like perhaps he's always wanted? Maybe that is the perfect way in his mind to end his Formula One career. And do you know what? I know he's coming to Ferrari and I'm absolutely buzzing over that fact. I mean, 
because of him driving for Ferrari now, we've now achieved our goal, guys. We are now going to be a Sir Lewis Hamilton fanboy podcast for Ferrari <laughs> rather than Mercedes. It's going to be great. I hope you I'm guys sure come along. Yes, my- it is. That's what it's going to be now. We're the Ferrari Hamilton <laughs> podcast now. It's wonderful. The I'll British bias. I, I tell you what, if we if we have a title battle in twenty twenty five between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, my God, we're in for it. <laughs> Forza Ferrari, come on! <laughs> Lewis knows it makes my sense. Italian, jeez, grazie <laughs> <laughs> ragazzi. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm you can tell anyone watching this or listening this can tell I'm absolutely beaming over this. But yeah, as I said already, I think. In Lewis's mind, perhaps this is what he wants. He wants to try and have a go. Why not? You only live once. And perhaps it's a new challenge that he's looking for in the final stages of, F- of his F1 career. And we don't know how long that's going to last, to be honest. He could go on for another few more years after this. We'll have to wait and see. Um, on the subject of Mercedes, we should go back to them. Obviously, you guys, obviously fans of Mercedes um, in the past. How How do you think the mood is at Mercedes right now? Because this isn't just devastating news for them they were completely blindsided by this they would none of them would have expected not even toto wolf would have expected um a couple of days ago from what we understand that his marquee driver the guy that's brought so much success to this team and has played a huge role in bringing mercedes to where it is today is now jumping ship in 12 months time to one of their biggest rivals I think you summarized it with the blindsided to be honest adam um obviously george has been the um, the replacement driver for when Lewis decides to retire. Um, we, they want to develop George into the future Mercedes world champion, but there's no plan or motion in place to have a replacement for George. So George is now going to be the number one in 25, but they don't have a number two. They've, there's no plan or motion and, and they're going to have to search around for that replacement pretty much in a similar style to um, how Nico left the team. Obviously they've got a year's notice but it's that, that kind of impact that they had no plan for when Nico left. And they obviously, Valtteri was a very good replacement. But they've got no plan for now Lewis um, leaving to replace George effectively leading the team going forward. Um, and there's nothing they can do to rush through a plan. It's going to be searching around and seeing who they can get from another team to do a very good number two role. Um, or potentially lead the team. So I'm not going to rule that out either. But it's just left them their strategy or long mid short term strategy completely in tatters. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Courtney, I know you are one of those fans that follows the driver more so than follows the team. Um, you know, and obviously correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm. So I've got some lovely Ferrari shirts in the cupboard. I'm sure you'll, I'll find one for you in your size that you enjoy. Um, but Look, um, my, my, <laughs> my motto, <laughs> my, my motto with formula one is first of all, Contrary to the things that are said about me sometimes in the comments, I am a fan of the sport above everything else. Let me make that clear. However, I will always back the Brits. I will always. These 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 guys represent our country. Our national anthem plays whenever they win. So I will back the Brits, whoever they drive for. Just point it out there. Oh, that British national anthem and Italian national anthem combo is going to be chef's kiss, <laughs> hopefully. But, um, I mean, if Lewis can't do it in a Ferrari, then nobody can. But... Point being is, um, as I said, I, I want to get your thoughts, Courtney, on this news at Mercedes. As I said, big Lewis Hamilton fan. Mercedes, it, it's... It, 
I, ca- I can't think of an of a scenario quite like this. I mean, it's it's bigger than the Vettel one. It, it in a way, it's kind of like if you pulled Michael Schumacher out of Ferrari in what two thousand and six or two thousand and five, maybe, um, and then you pluck him into into a McLaren or a Renault, for example. It, it's a bit like that. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that news from Mercedes' perspective? It's certainly going to be an interesting year for Mercedes. Um, the thing that concerns me is, as this sort of rash announcement, we, we know these things go on for months in the background, but there's part of me that's thinking, look, Lewis, obviously the circumstances in which he lost that championship in 2021, like, come on, look look how much it bothered the majority of the F1 fan base. Imagine how it felt, because that was him, that, was, that happened to him per, um, personally. So he's going to be desperate to get that eighth world championship. And there's a part of me that wonders, has he already seen something about this year's card that he really doesn't like? He doesn't like the direction the team's going in. Look, I'm, I'm just guessing here, but I'm, just, I'm slightly concerned that he's not convinced that the team are heading in the right direction, which is a real shame because I, I do feel that Mercedes have a lot to offer the sport. Again, from a British perspective, they've done a lot for British motorsport. And I, I really hope they continue to stay up there because they have been a good addition to... Um, some great championship battles. I had the year of domination, which would have annoyed a lot of people. But overall, they've been a great asset to the sport. And I really hope they do continue. But also with George Russell, I think this season, uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton fans won't be happy to hear this, but they will need, Mercedes will need to prioritise George Russell this year because regardless who comes in, I'm sure we'll be talking about that later on, the plan they has to be to make George Russell the, the guy who's going to carry this team forward. So they will have to prioritise him in some of these um, close battles between the two drivers. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, just on that subject, um, I was having a look on Twitter to see if Ferrari had confirmed the news. And they just have. They've put out a team statement saying that Scuderia Ferrari is pleased to announce Lewis Hamilton will be joining the team in 2025 on a multi-year contract. So Ferrari have now confirmed the news at this point as well, which I was a little surprised to see, but I guess in all, I probably they probably had a chat with Mercedes saying, look, we'll let you do your thing and then we'll talk about that afterwards. So that, that's now confirmed on all parties. Um, not that we're surprised at this point, but it's absolutely crazy. What a day it's been, honestly. Um on the subject of George Russell, right to point that out, it's going to be an awkward season for Mercedes because now they are going to be working with a driver who has built up so much rapport and so much success with them where I feel like he's going to be afforded the, the absolute utmost professionalism that Mercedes can afford him and I'm sure they'll receive it back with Lewis. I don't think his standards will drop at all. Um, but it's going to be awkward for them, you know, catering for a driver that is going to one of their rivals. But you're absolutely right now, guys. All the eggs have to go in George Russell's basket. Now, we we had talked about this in previous years since he's been with the team. When would this happen? We weren't sure because Hamilton looked like he was sticking around. But 2024, it has to be the year for George Russell and Mercedes to really stamp his authority that this is now his team. Hamilton is going. He has to step up for them now. Oh, very much so. The the, few, the future is um, George Mercedes, um, unless they... Uh, somehow get a, a coup signing um, such as Fernando, which who will come in and brutalise George saying it's his team. Um, not that George will give up without a fight. They're party buddies after all. Um, but the George needs to... Um, we're talking about Charles. 
needs to be the final product. George needs to be that final product. And the pressure is going to be on him this year to show that he doesn't do the silly crashes that he's done. He doesn't do those minor errors where he clips the wall and there's a punk. He needs to cut that out and he needs to show Mercedes, I am the final product. I am your future world champion. Don't look elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely agree. Courtney, quick thoughts on that with George Russell. Can you Do you think he will step up and be that guy for Mercedes? Because Mercedes need him to, and I'm pretty certain he needs to do that for them as well. No, um, Lee's hit the nail on the head there. He really needs to showcase it this year. And I, I feel that George Russell's performances in the first half of the season are really going to play a role in who Mercedes look to replace him. Um, obviously, I, I I have my own preference, but Adam, you might have an idea of where you're going with this episode, so I don't want to give it away. But I do feel that George's performances will determine whether they go for a Fernando Alonso, for example, or go for other drivers that I'm sure we'll be talking about very soon. Well, I mean, I would say you read my mind on that one, but we discussed the structure <laughs> of these episodes in advance, so who are we to kid anyone right now? Um, you're absolutely right. That is the next topic of discussion in this episode, guys. Now that Hamilton is moving to Ferrari in 2025, and again, I can't believe it's real that I'm saying that, who is, in your opinion, the likely candidate or the likely cluster of candidates that could step in to replace him at Mercedes in 2025? Because this is a big seat. You know, we shouldn't discount that this is now probably the most sought-after seat in the sport that isn't really going to be a Red Bull at this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's the it's the next biggest seat uh, in the sport. They obviously Mercedes finished second in the constructors last year. Um, but for me, maybe it's a bit of wishful thinking. But knowing Fernando, it's going to be Fernando. He's going to be fighting for that seat tooth now, regardless if he's got a contract. He's he's going for that. Mercedes is an improvement over Aston Martin. He's going to re- he's going to have his guys talking to Mercedes. Doing anything I can do, sweeten the deal. Come on, give me that car. You know I can win the title. Um, bye bye, Aston Martin. That's uh, for me. Uh, Fernando and Mercedes. He hasn't driven for that team yet, so he hasn't got a bad <laughs> rapport with anyone in, in the team. <laughs> He's only got that to complete the bingo card at this rate. But uh, and well, given how close the factories are now, I'm pretty sure Lawrence Stroll will be putting a GPS tracker on him to make sure he knows exactly where Fernando is going when he goes for his daily walk outside the factory on lunch but um yeah Courtney um Lee's mentioned Fernando Alonso what a blockbuster signing that would be for Mercedes and one I could very much see happening is there anybody else that you think might be a realistic candidate to join that team if you're not going to get a Fernando Alonso in and obviously have that multiple world champion and the drama would come of it which I agree I'd absolutely love to see my second choice would be Alex Albon that's a good shout. And I think we talked about this on a previous episode. Alex Albon is definitely a guy that I think is in high demand. He's at the peak of his powers at this point in time. His stock has never been higher in F1. And we said before, I think he's a driver that could either be a potential number one at a team like Williams or could be a very solid number two driver at a big team. Maybe this is the time you know, to join Mercedes. Maybe this is the time to bring Alex in. He's got a great rapport with George Russell. Um, even though, you know, he he drives under the Thai national flag, there's that British element to it as well, which is always going to suit well with the team. I would not say that Mercedes would be foolish in trying to bring him in. I think that would actually be a good signing for them. Maybe a better one than Fernando Alonso when you consider the overall team harmony picture, which 
as much as we love Fernando, we know it would be box office. It would not be subtle by any stretch of the imagination. I'm thinking um, some outside names here. Esteban Ocon has history in Mercedes. That might be an option. Um, I know that he's probably looking for a way out of Alpine at some point. Someone mentioned Valtteri Bottas coming back to the team as a you know an alternative in the short term, perhaps maybe. I'm saying a hard no to that because we all know there's there's still there's still not a lot of love between him and George Russell after what happened in uh, in 21. What if you send him a couple of his uh, calendars to George's way? Do you reckon <laughs> that might um, make him warm up to him a little bit? Just um, to say no uh, hard feelings. It'll certainly break the ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, George always likes to run around with his top off, and Valtteri likes to run around with his bum out half the time. So um, take whatever the new, conclusions the new you want from calendar. that. <laughs> i tell you what that would raise a lot of money for charity um i think i might have to have a cheeky one in the background quite literally if it was just for the fun of it on youtube but um, that would raise money for some good causes someone said what about promoting Kimi antonelli if he has a great f2 season i think that as exciting as that would sound i think Kimi would have to do lewis hamilton-esque levels of dominance in f2 in order to be considered for that and even then i think in the modern landscape of f1 that would probably be too soon yeah the if, if that was going to happen it would be getting a standing driver for Kimi to develop lower down the grid there's no that that i don't think that's a realistic short-term prospect yeah it's something i could see happening and I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know the contractual in and outs of uh, Alex Albon's situation with Red Bull. I think we've got to not forget about the Red Bull part in all of this. But if hypothetically speaking, I was to get my wish and Alex Albon was to go to Mercedes, you like to feel that given the ties between Mercedes and Williams, maybe if Albon goes to Mercedes, maybe Williams would take on um, Antonelli. We know that Logan Sargent will most likely leave as well, so there's there's going to be a lot of changes. I'd I'd also like to see Danny Ricciardo get a move to um a move to Williams. I'm getting carried away here already. I know a lot of us are, but I just feel this is an opportunity. I I, I think last season wasn't the best season on track, but also off it, it was quite stagnant in the driver market. And now, bang! All you need is one big mover at the top, and that just opens up so many um, subplots I'm not going to lie we we all know that the, the championship is, we all know who's most likely to win the championship this year so that's the main plot already sorted but at least with this news we've got so many subplots opening up now and I, I really do feel that this news has helped bring F1 back to life somewhat it really has I think we would sort of trying to pseudo predict this season and try to find positives even though we all know Max and Red Bull are probably going to smash it again this season which is a scary thought in itself but yeah news like this it's absolutely crazy it's as big as it gets in Formula One and these are the sorts of days where you look back and you will remember where you were when you went on your phone opened up the social media apps and all of a sudden you're seeing Lewis Hamilton is going to Ferrari it's it beggars belief um, even saying it now, it doesn't feel real, but it's happening. And it feels crazy that we're going to have to wait 12 months for that. Honestly, I really wish we could fast forward 12 months just to see it right then. But it will come. We just have to be patient uh, to FOSI supporters. One thing we need to talk about before we end this particular episode, guys. The one driver we haven't mentioned yet, Carlos Sainz. Absolutely. Spare a thought for him because obviously there are lots of talks going on with Ferrari about his future with the team. 
only a few weeks ago, Lee and I were doing our predictions for the 2025 season and they're already in the mud in record time because of Hamilton. Um, but that being said, it did seem all the while that perhaps the likely scenario was Sainz was going to stay at Ferrari and now he finds himself without a seat at the end of the season. Um, I mean, before we talk into the prospect of him maybe going to Mercedes, which is definitely a realistic option in my opinion, how, what must he be feeling right now? Um, for me personally, I, I'm i really hoping that the decision to bring in Lewis was more down to the fact that Carlos Sainz has perhaps found a seat elsewhere. There was, there's talks of him being linked with Aldi because of links with his dad. So I'm really hoping it's down to a situation like that rather than they just tossed um, Carlos Sainz to the side because somebody like Lewis Hamilton is showing interest in the team because he's done no wrong in that team. I feel he's been a great asset for Ferrari. He's matched Charles Leclerc on quite a few occasions, particularly last season. He had a great season up against um, Charles Leclerc. And I also feel that Carlos Sainz, during his time at McLaren, he had his resurgence alongside the team. And he showed and he showed that he has the ability to lead the team. So I, I know that there were... Carlos Sainz will have plenty of admirers moving forward. I'm not worried about his career at all. He still has so much to offer the sport. But I just hope that the circumstances around this move were more down to Carlos Sainz choosing to go himself rather than being pushed out. Yeah, some stories have been doing the rounds on social media suggesting that they were in talks with Ferrari and obviously there were issues with the negotiation, something to do with the media rights, apparently with some brands affiliated with Carlos Sainz. Um, I mean, the fact that Monster Energy pulled away from Mercedes late last season, perhaps looking back, perhaps that was a sequence of events that led to where we are now. Perhaps they knew something back then that we didn't. Only only Hamilton and Monster themselves can actually comment on that. But yeah, spare a thought for Carlos Sainz. I think personally, it's probably more the latter, Courtney. I think Ferrari probably had Hamilton in their sights. An opportunity came up. They went with it. And You've got to be ruthless in this business in order to succeed. Nobody knows that better than Ferrari. It sucks for Carlos, and my heart does go out to him because I wanted him to stay, but I can't be mad because look what they've done. Look who they've brought in. I just hope that there will be a very, very good seat left for Carlos Sainz in 2025 because I don't even think it's even fathomable that Carlos will be not be on the grid in 2025. He will be on the grid in 2025. I just hope it's somewhere good because that's exactly where he should be. I'm going to put it out there early. Red Bull? If Red Bull can find a dynamic between Carlos and Verstappen where they can work together and get on at the team, which I don't know if it's possible because they do have history, then absolutely. I think that would be the a brilliant signing for Red Bull. I just don't think they would risk the harmony they have with Max Verstappen. They have no reason to, to be honest. They they have no reason to jeopardise that, given the situation they're in. I think potentially, if Mercedes don't take Carlos Sainz on, which I think probably they should consider it or try to go for it, then whoever vacates their seat to go to Mercedes, perhaps that's where Carlos should go. If it's not Audi, keep an eye on Aston Martin. That was somewhat of an option that might seem realistic. Maybe if Fernando goes there, Aston Martin will think, well, you know what? Fernando, we didn't know how much we were going to get from him. Carlos is definitely a driver for the future and of that marquee level that we needed. What do you reckon, Lee? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Carlos has that ability. He's displayed it time and time again. Oh, that he deserves to be at the top of the sport. Um, he has also 
being the the nearly guy. He was nearly the, the driver chosen to go to Red Bull, but it was Max. He was nearly the guy to have a future at Renault, but he was removed for Daniel Ricciardo. He was nearly the guy um, at well, McLaren. He chose to leave, but he was nearly the guy at Ferrari. And now Lewis has come in, and it's, it's well, he he's always nearly, he? nearly uh, for yeah. Carlos. So hopefully, it's not a nearly the guy that um, has gone on to not some world soil drops out the sport because he doesn't deserve. To, that he doesn't, for example, he's not going to go down the Haas, but he doesn't deserve that as a driver because he's he's a really good driver and he's a an asset to Formula One. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, as we said already, you know, he, he benefited from a scenario like that when Sebastian Vettel was ruthlessly let go by Ferrari. Carlos Sainz was the driver brought in to replace him, and now, unfortunately for him, it has come full circle. Only John Elkin can really answer for that with Carlos Sainz. You know, was it a case of Hamilton was available, get him at all costs, or was it a case of there's too much difficulty trying to keep signs on? Perhaps we need to look at options elsewhere. Only they will be able to answer that. But at this point in time, it's something incredible that we're going to be looking forward to. And it does set the tone now for potential dominoes that could fall, creating an incredible silly season. We got absolutely nothing last year in terms of a silly season. We're getting it all in 2025. And I'm here for the chaos. It's what makes F1 great. It makes it so much fun to talk about and fun to watch. But just to reiterate, before we sign off, guys, Lewis Hamilton is going to drive for Ferrari in 2025. It's an incredible story. I cannot wait to see it. But let us know your thoughts on that incredible news that Lewis Hamilton is going to Ferrari. Let us know on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe to that. And also don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcasting platform. If you're not going to do it for this episode, when are you going to do it? I hope that we're worthy of your support and we really appreciate it. But until next time, guys, we will be back with another episode on the DNF1 F1 podcast. But until then, stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. Take a lie down because I certainly need one. But we will see you in the next episode of the DNF1 F1 podcast. And remember, as always, if you're not first, you're probably DNF1. Take care. Podcast Network.